Chaz? What the fuck do you want? I'm John Beckwith. I'm friends with Jeremy Gray. God damn it. Why didn't you say so? Come here, brother. Give me a hug. Bring it in for the real thing. Have a seat. Yeah. God damn you. I almost nunchucked you. You don't even realize. Ouch. Is this your place? No, 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 no. I, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah, you hungry? Yeah. Ma, can we get some meatloaf? Ch- Chaz, I think I'm okay. I-, I had a bite right before I came over. Uh, you sure? So how's my protege? Jeremy? <laughs> yeah, J-Bone. Well, bo- boy, a J- uh, J-Bone is, believe it or not, he's getting married. <gasps> what? <laughs> what an idiot. God, what a loser. Good. Good. More for me and you. Yeah, more more for So, I gotta go. Oh, hey, babe. Yeah. You do whatever you gotta do. Thanks. Okay, be strong. I am just living the dream. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Oh, God. Oh, man. I feel like, wow. It's it's just like I come over and it's like I don't know what to expect. I got to be honest. It's like I come in and it's like it's like I'm trying to get my bearings. There's cartoons, your mom. And it's like, you still got it. Look at her. Just living the dream. I love that. You know what? I will have some meatloaf. Yeah? You Let's want some? some? Meatloaf. Yeah. You want some? I knew yeah. you'd come. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! What is she doing? I never know what she's doing back there. Just living the dream. Where'd you get that girl? She's hot. I got her yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah, I rode my bike down to a cemetery nearby. Her boyfriend just died. You met her, you met her at a funeral? <laughs> yeah. Dude died in a hang gliding accident. What an idiot <laughs> i'm hang gliding honey take a good picture i'm dead <laughs> what an idiot what a freak you better at a funeral yeah i'll throw in a wedding every now and then but funerals are insane the chicks are so horny it's not even fair it's like fishing with dynamite horny. yeah crazy horny i just at a funeral grief is nature's most powerful aphrodisiac Huh, I didn't know I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, that's that's what I've learned. Ma, the meatloaf! Fuck! <laughs> Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me! Make my day. Let's take me for you. Let's drop fuckers. Everybody on good. Great, grand, wonderful. Wait, self-sustaining scallop farm. Self-sustaining scallop farm. I'm in. Let's do it. Okay, and shout. Put your hands up, and it's wedding season, baby. That means 
crab cakes and football, that's what Maryland does. And what we do is we talk about two movies that we find to be similar in some way, and we compare, contrast, and rate them. That's right. We are facing off. We are a podcast. I am one of the hosts, Gabe. And joined with me, as always, are my two favorite party-crashing friends, Layla and Nick. What's up, guys? Hey, friends. Hey. Hey. We're here. Yeah, brought these two along just so we could talk about two big wedding movies. We are talking about Wedding Crashers and Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Eh, change it. Too long of a name. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Everyone doing all right? We we strapped in for this wild wedding ride. Yeah, baby. I'm I'm on vacation. Oh, yeah. You are on vacation. Yeah, you are, you are literally in this season. Going to a wedding this weekend. I'm not crashing, but I am going to a wedding this weekend. <laughs> oh, nice. I feel at? like every weekend is a wedding right now. <laughs> yeah, it's depressing and fun at the, the same time. Yeah, same with me. Reason. Yeah, So um, many weddings. All it's a lot of repetition. Weddings. Where's the wedding, Layla? Uh, we're driving into Michigan. So oh, it's like a sweet. Fun, like barn wedding, summer barn wedding. It'll be fun. I'm excited. Oh, cool. Like a Shit's Creek type wedding. <laughs> Uh, yeah, or at least they have parties in the bar and they don't get married there. Uh, okay, cool. Well, um, let's get into these movies. Yeah. Uh, Nick, what the hell happened in them? They're Give us a synopsis. about weddings. Yeah. Oh. Pretty simple. Love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't even need it. Like, you don't need to know the plots or whatever, but... Uh, the plots it, truly aren't that similar. It's about two dudes and <clears throat> weddings and, and uh, somewhat of uh, crashing, although in, in Mike and... and uh, Dave, it's actually the the women that do the crashing, kind of. Yeah, and it's about learning to like grow up and be honest. And mm, uh, no, there's no deeper meanings in comedies. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> it's funny though. Uh, they even mention wedding crashers in Mike and, Dave, Mike and Dave. So yeah. it's like a perfect combination that the we're gonna ingredient. do. They took out the active ingredient in the seventies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he knows the name of the ingredient. Yeah, in the eye drops. It's so it's so oh. dumb. Uh but yeah, just an iconic scene. So let's actually talk about these two movies and decide which is a better comedy because we have to yes. for the purposes of our podcast. Um we are going to still do five categories. There will be our comedy categories, but we're twisting it up a little bit and we'll explain as we go along. We use a rating scale on each of these categories of one to seven. One being lowest, seven being highest, funniest, perfect, and four being average or neutral or in between. Let's start it off uh with spectac hilarity. Let's talk about the engagement level of these two films and how funny they were, if they uh, kept the comedy consistent throughout, or if uh, you know we got bored and wanted to turn it off or we tuned out in certain scenes. Let's kick it off with Wedding Crashers. Uh, I'm going to have Nick go first this time. All right. Nicholas. Nicholas. you felt bad about my fucked up face? Yeah. It's a great line. What's wrong with it your is. face? You look like a... Uh, Nothing's wrong with my face. That's just <laughs> burn victim Barbie. <laughs> That's just one of your black cat. Yeah. Mike and <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. All the way through, I honestly was like laughing. To, I watched both of them today back to back because I'm on vacation. Yeah. I cannot stress this enough. He's on vacay, baby. Uh, um, <laughs> the end where they wrap everything up all nice and tight is mostly not funny at all. In Wedding Crashers? Uh, no. Uh, are we, we started with Mike and Dave, didn't we? No, we started no, with Wedding Crashers. we're doing Wedding Crashers. 
Okay. All right. So let's talk. Okay. So we'll do Mike and Dave. Yeah. You're the Wedding done. Crashers wrap up scene is much better than the Mike and Dave wrap okay. up scene. Yeah. And the reason why we're, I'm going to seamlessly transition to talking about the movie I was supposed to talk about, but I don't <laughs> listen to most of the things that Gabe says. That's fair. <laughs> Normally, oh, I just no. understand by gesture what he's talking about. I'm trapped hearing myself all the time. So. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> There's two reasons why. One, okay. we get that Will Ferrell cameo that's just so funny, and it comes in the like kind of sad, emotional wrap-up part, mm. so it's like perfect. Mm. And the other thing is, Bradley Cooper is such a good villain that you have someone to root against the whole time. Mike and Dave, you don't have anyone to root against. You're just like, yeah, it's just like a dumb comedy. So there's just like everyone just like a funny protagonist. You know what what about mean? cousin uh, Terry or Jerry? Yeah, she or pisses whatever. me the fuck off. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll she get pisses there. me off too, but not like for. She's not like a villain. Yeah, she's not a villain. You're right. She doesn't actually try and ruin you are anything. <clears throat> Bradley Cooper is an irredeemable piece of shit, and it's amazing. Uh, the entire movie. Um, and yeah. He's what makes the movie more spectacular. Um, I do think it's like not. I don't know. When I was younger, I was laughing the whole time. This time I didn't laugh the whole time. I'm between a five and a six. I wow. Can't give it a okay. Seven. All right. Interesting. Layla, what about you for wedding crashes? <laughs> um, I'll still give it a six. I do agree with you, Nick. Like I do. I think as I'm getting older and I watch it over and over again, I'm certainly laughing less at certain things um, or less engaged with certain moments. But it still is just truly one of the funniest comedies to me, and it yeah. has me cracking up the whole time. Really. So, um. There's things I'll talk about in different categories that like pull me out of the movie that I don't want to focus on too much right now. But I do get pulled out a little bit in this movie because some of the jokes are just not funny to me anymore. Um, I do think the concept is hilarious. And I think specifically with these two movies, it's a great testament to like comedic duos. And Mm -hmm. Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson are incredible together. And they bounce (laughs) off of each other incredibly. So... And I mean, other movies came out of that, like The Intern came out of that. So like, they are so funny. um, Where they say Los Gatos in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I'm going to give it a six. Like, there's, I'll give less in other categories, but I think it is still really engaging and really funny. I'm also at a six. Okay, it's 100% a seven, and I, it is, for me, it is, uh, a seven out of seven, like, it is just one of my favorite comedies. Uh, we'll get into, like, quotability and rewatchability, but, like, I just l- love this movie so much. I'm always engaged. I actually found myself this time noticing more lines that I didn't notice before, and I was, like, dying of laughter by myself, and then Nick came over, and we were watching some scenes, and we were crying of laughter. Uh I just also think what's great about this movie as opposed to like a lot of other comedies, there's a lot of sequences that are really great that keep you engaged. Like the opening wedding montage is is really fucking fun with Shout as it's getting like progressively louder. It's incredibly misogynistic, but it's like a very, very, very high pa- fast-paced like, yeah, scene. Totally. Um, I also lo- – like they're one of my favorite scenes that I just love replaying is the football scene. Uh, mostly because of the cousin that's like, that's what I call a sack lunch. Um, nom, 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 nom. Dude, the, <laughs> the sound that they edit in whenever Bradley Cooper hits it's Vince Vaughn yeah. is so funny. It's just, it's so, there's so many quotes slung around and it's like, hot route, 
hot route. I don't know what hot route is. Just get on the other side. Could you just come over here? Yeah. Um, they also like, I, I agree with Nick. I think like, it's cool that it has a villain, but it's also like they establish conflict in Owen Wilson's character's character arc, yeah. like very early in this movie. And I really like that. Like when they're on the steps of the um, Lincoln Memorial, um, after their whole wedding season, he's just like, he's starting to question what they're really doing. Um, and I like that cause I think that they build into, there are moments of this that are a rom-com, you know, with him and Rachel McAdams that I really, really enjoy. Um, also one, just one last quick thing. I normally really hate comedy scores, the, the music in a comedy, but this one has such a, like a light score. That's like very memorable whenever you listen to it. Uh, where it's like, do, 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 and it's just so fun and enjoyable. So I'm fully engaged every time. One of my favorite comedies of all time. Seven out of seven, bitches. Uh, let's talk Damn. about Damn, dude. Mike and Dave okay, now need we wedding okay. dates. Finally. All right, Nicholas, why don't you finish your thoughts now? <laughs> yeah. Waiting this whole time to talk about my favorite. We already heard half of it. Mike and Dave yeah. need wedding dates. Um, I honestly thought it was really funny. Uh, but I think it's kind of like average funny. Mm. Um, so I'm just going to give it a four. I don't have like a ton to say about it, which is pretty funny. Uh, the, there are a lot of scenes where, and then they pretty much give it away at the end when they show you all the deleted scenes. But there are so many scenes where you're just like, they spent 30 minutes improvising, yeah. improvising this and then they kept this one. And you're like, this, if this is the best one, then damn. That sucks. Yeah. There's a bunch of scenes like that. There are some scenes where you're like, that's really funny. And there's enough of them that I think it's like average for a comedy. But uh, I think that one of you guys has to be has to disagree with me, I assume. No, I, on, I went into this no. thinking I was going to be below average. And I, I do think it's an average comedy. I, do, I don't think there's anything special about it. But if I'm talking about engagement level and like hilarity, how, how much I laughed throughout... I did find myself laughing a good amount this time around watching it. I think there's a lot of stuff that's just fucking lame comedy. Like, I don't like the whole audition sequence where they're auditioning different people. And I don't think they needed to include the, like, cross-dressing type joke laughing? thing with that. Why are you laughing? Who are you laughing at? <laughs> Who are you laughing at? Um, I, I mean, there, there are some parts of it that are funny where the guy's like, no one, you don't want to fuck me? Like, I just, I didn't like... I just, it, it was kind of stupid, and there's a lot of sequences that I find really stupid. Like the ATV scene is just not funny to me. It leads to a funny scene when they're talking about her face afterwards <laughs> in the room, but the scene itself is not great. But I do find some things like there are really laugh-out-loud moments and just things to keep your attention. So, for instance... I think the title sequence is really fun where they're showing them and like all their hijinks at all these weddings mm -hmm. and they look really epic and it looks really, <laughs> yeah. it's filmed in a really cool way. And, and it's especially great because a couple scenes later you find out that in all of those moments, they completely ruined those weddings and like hurt someone. <laughs> um, so they made that really funny. There are some scenes where I was like actually like bursting out laughing the whole Kumail Nanjiani massage oh scene is so fucking funny all the noises they're making <laughs> when their butts are like smacking into each other i was dying it's um, magical 
I think the whole Jurassic Park scene where they're t- all talking about Jurassic Park and doing the what's the dinosaur that spits venom? The Dilophosaurus. Yeah, when they're all doing it, Nick it just it's knows that Nick is obsessed <laughs> with dinosaurs. Oh, dinosaurs. Um, and then there was another one where they like where they're doing like the sexual whispering like in the hallway when it's like Aubrey Plaza and Adam Devine. Like they're just really riffing off of each yeah. other really well, so it's good. So I'm actually gonna put it up slightly above average. Because I found myself laughing more than yeah. I thought I would. With I, this. I almost gave it a five. And Layla, I'm gonna give it a five. Okay. I Good. think oh, wow. cool. there are a lot of stupid moments in this movie, but the moments that work are like comedy gold to me. Like they, I, I was, I cried at one point. I was laughing so hard. I can't remember <laughs> what scene it was, but like my point being, like, and even with. The first time I watched this movie, I remember being so pleasantly surprised at how much I laughed at it the first time I saw it when it first came out. Um, I think it could have been a really stupid movie, but they pulled off a lot of the comedy in it. And it's just it's it's like pleasantly surprising almost. And I felt yeah. that way the second time I watched it again. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm loving this. <laughs> like, I'm in. There's definitely <laughs> stupid moments, but... I think it works enough. What does work works so well that it like lets me gloss over the stupidity because I'm just enjoying mm-hmm. myself so much. So I'm definitely gonna go a little bit above average and give it a five. I'm gonna pop this up to a five. I went six. Oh, all fives all around. All right, let's move on. Let's uh, let's actually talk about and we're gonna split this up. Uh, we in, in the past we talked about quotability slash rewatchability. Let's talk about quotability oh, no. and just kind of how because with comedies. Um, you know, not every movie in general needs to be really quotable. Like if you, you, there's like certain dramas that I would just like appreciate if you don't fucking quote back to me, but good comedies, good comedies. I think, um, there, you want to return to them and you, you want to, uh, you, you enjoy them so much because you notice all these lines that are just going to impact all your conversations with your friends and your family. And, so this section is not just quotability, but just like how this um, fuses into your relationships right. with the people around you. Um, let's start with Mike and Dave need wedding dates. I think for all of us, I mean, I couldn't tell you a single – going into this movie, I've seen it once before, couldn't tell you a single line from it. It's not a very quotable thing. I don't know if anyone really quotes it. But when I was re-watching it, I was noticing quotes that if – If this came out at a certain time, like during the summer when we were like in high school, I bet we would quote it all the time. And I think it's just a circumstantial thing. And I bet there are groups of, yeah, maybe there are groups of people that do find it super funny. Um, I will say outside of the quotes that I liked, it felt like a lot of the quotes were really like forced. They were a lot of like, dude, what the shit? Or like, like he's hot as fucking balls. Like, let's do some shit, yo. Like, and they were just I love the shit out of you guys. I love the, yeah, it's just like swearing for the purposes of swearing. Like yeah. but then there are a series of pretty funny lines. I think I when I did <laughs> see it, I remember laughing really hard at the like, what's a push pop? Oh, what's a push pop? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry about push pops. The um <laughs> The old tomatum, old old tomatoes. Every, old tomato. I would say every scene where Adam Devine doesn't understand a word in English and Did you like I uh, me that beer. <laughs> <laughs> like it is, it's very funny. Um, there is one part when Aubrey Plaza is describing Adam Devine, where she's like, 
he looks like a funhouse mirror version of a good-looking dude, but really, he's just that dude. Uh, somebody overcooked the soft pretzel. My dick is hard, is what that means. Uh, I mean, he sounds like a literal cucumber in his pants. It's like huge. Oh, is it in the outtakes? Yeah. Oh, I didn't watch that. No, outtakes. no, he, no. I mean, it looks like a, it's like a very large penis. Yeah. I, yeah. I, okay, so I, for quotability, I'm probably going to give it a two, but it's not, or I'll give it a, like a three. Um, I just think it's when it came out. Yeah. But I do find, I do find certain quotes in this very Do you very have a favorite funny. quote, Layla, from Mike and Dave? I mean, it, it's definitely when he's like, I don't get riled up. We don't rally each other up and oh, they yeah. just start yelling at each other. Mostly because I like, I actually, rem- that's, that's like the one scene from this movie I remember outside of the movie because that's like, point, yeah. I'm that person that just gets like riled up with certain people all the time and like debates uh, with them and shit. So it's like, fucking, you're fucking riled. You're fucking riled. So I, I, I'll give it credit for that. I do want to give it a three because I have to imagine there are other people that like and like you re- when you mentioned the whole like swearing thing and stuff. Like I kind of think this might just be for like younger, you know, generation people. Yeah. Maybe like maybe we're just a little bit too old for it because I do think people just swear a lot like now. <laughs> like they just do, and it's like true. a part of how they talk to yeah, each other. It's fucking true. Um. So I just think that maybe those lines hit harder for other people other than us. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's not that quotable. We're going to look respectable there. as fuck. If this and is, so nice. If this is bad news, I'm going to eat your ass is a line that's said in this movie. That's such a good point, though, Layla. I do think that there's a lot like... We respect. We really liked Superbad when it came out because it swore a lot and it felt like us or whatever. But as we get older and we have to stop swearing in our work like and stuff, yeah. yeah, and around kids uh, and stuff, yeah. I like wish. Yeah, it's weird how much I'm able to code switch. I've never accidentally cursed at work. And it's pretty weird. Um, it's all about repetition. That's the thing about kids. You'd be surprised at how stupid they are. <laughs> that's a great line. That is a really good line. There's another. There's an, there are, I wish I could give this a, like a higher than a three if people quoted it outside because there were honestly a bunch of lines that I was dying laughing at. Like when Zach Efron goes, One time I did peyote and I signed up for a T Mobile plan. <laughs> and, he does and that was little, definitely just like ad libbed in that moment. Yeah, like, like, gesture, it's so great. And he goes, At one point, he goes, all right we're just like reliving the movie now <laughs> that's the that's best so part funny. that's the whole point that's uh, what's beautiful about comedy i gotta so maybe I gotta we should give it a higher like, score then i feel like I gotta, we're truly reliving this things right like now. are you hedging how much have you hedged today have you been that was another how great much have you hedged hedge much <laughs> fanny may bernie mac dl hughley <laughs> I, I mean, if we sat there and wrote down lines as we were watching it, it's a quotable movie. Which is what I yeah. I just, like, we're about to talk about another movie right after this that is just, okay. I, every single person I've, I know knows at least, like, just, five to six lines. Just definitely don't bring up blimps. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what did you give it? A three? Line. I also gave it a three. Okay, so that's three. Outside of it, but it's yeah. pretty I, I mean, it might end up being a quotable movie down no. the line. Let's talk about Wedding Crashers. Layla, is this a super quotable movie for you? Did it impact your friendships? I, I find I find this category like slightly hard because I just I don't think quoting films is something that like 
impacts my relationships very much in general. So it's hard for me to like really be a part of this category. I'm going to give it a five because I like definitely know people that will quote this movie and appreciate the quotes from this movie very, very much. For me personally, the only thing I've ever quoted from this movie is the one line from the beginning when the woman and the di- the divorce oh, yeah. like proceedings is like shut your mouth when you're talking to me or whatever she says. <laughs> I love that with pans to like Owen Wilson's face too. No, He's it's like it's Vince Vaughn's oh, face, Vince and Vaughn. he literally like, is like <laughs> like he just he truly. He, and I'm going to talk about that because I actually have that written down because that sequence is one of my favorite sequences ever in comedy. It's such a good way to okay. open. It's this so is good. Confusing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure for you guys and like Gabe, I know that this is like a big part of your relationships with people. You guys are just throwing quotes at each other all the time. This movie must be a higher score, I imagine. Like it it's is just not really for me. <laughs> this I mean, if I could give it an eight, I'd give it an eight because <laughs> it's not it because it's not just my group of friends like back home with some of these comedies like McGruber, it might be like that. Like when I went to law school, certain people in my group of friends would quote Wedding Crashers nonstop. Nick and I quote Wedding Crashers nonstop. Our friend Aaron quotes it nonstop. I I would, if I, even if you don't personally quote it, It if someone said quotes from it, you would know it immediately. And that's a really rare thing, um, except for for great, you know, uh, like legendary comedies. I mean, honestly, there's so many quotes that I'm not going to be able to get through all of them, but I do want (laughs) to rattle off a few of the ones that I, I say all the time. But the erroneous. Erroneous, erroneous on both accounts. Uh, the, Death, you are my bitch lover. That's right. You tell that ocean talk. You, you yelled that mean old ocean. Mean old ocean. Uh, the. <laughs> I mean, I already. I, I quote. I quote the fucking crab cakes and football. That's what Maryland does in the sack lunch shit from that guy. Are you ready for the noise? The what? The noise, bro. Uh, and then everyone said jabroni. Uh, there's like, dude, a million uh, lines. My brothers yell, Ma, where's the meatloaf at our mom all the time. She still doesn't get it. Say that to, I mean, maybe not your mom, but say that to anyone else's mom. And they probably know that it's from this movie. Uh, yeah. The, we, we lost a lot of good men out there playing for the Yankees. Sorry. I don't want to talk <laughs> You motorboating son of a bitch. You old sailor, you. Where is she? She's still in the house? Dude, I also gave it a second. <laughs> yeah, I kind of just want to watch you reenact this movie again. That's like, that would be a really honestly, good time. <laughs> I, was, I was texting Clay earlier because I was like, there's so many lines that I don't even notice that I dive laughter. What was the one that we were laughing really hard at? Oh, my God. We were uh, talking about the investigator, <laughs> the, like... the private investigator. Oh, dude. Oh, man. I can't remember it right now. Yeah, I quoted it like seven times before this, and then I <laughs> big sleazy, <laughs> big sleazy. Yeah, there's just a part when the the guy the, Bradley Cooper and his friend are so fucking oh, villainous dude. that every line they say is so funny to me. But when the guy when Bradley Cooper is saying that on his bachelor party, like he hooked up with his chick twice, and the guy just goes, "Damn." Sluts. <laughs> it's so fucking absurd. Johnny Gabagoo. <laughs> it's a wob genius. Yeah. Uh, yeah, There's another great line that I never noticed that in, in that football scene where they go, let's take a daiquiri timeout. And the guy goes, daiquiris. <laughs> daiquiris. <laughs> daiquiris. Da- they all say it at the same time. <laughs> daiquiris. 
Rule number 76, no excuses, play like a champion. Everyone knows that Rule line. Rule number 10, you're Case an closed. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, rule number 10, you're an idiot. That's uh, great. Yeah, it's a 7 out of 7. Sorry to everyone, though. If we didn't bring up any quotes, there are just a billion. There's just to too many, yo. It's, it's so quotable. Let's move on to a new category. Let's talk about... I think actoring would be good here, don't you think, Layla? Sure. They put a season. In actoring, uh, with comedies, we're talking about how funny their performances are, whether they were believable, and if the directors and writers gave them the tools that they needed to be funny, or did they come off clunky and cringy and not funny? Layla, what is actoring like for you for Wedding Crashers? Give us a speech. Okay. Um... I mean, I'll give it a six. I do think that this is a great ensemble of comedic actors. I mean, you've, I, I mentioned it before, you have an incredible comedic duo that just plays off of each other. Seem like it's just so seamless. It's incredible. They just are so perfect with each other. I think this is personally like this is Vince Vaughn's best performance, and he yes. is perfect in this movie and like we we just talked about that scene in the in the when they're doing the divorce proceedings or whatever but when he just like the way he reacts to things it's his facial expressions throughout this movie he's just constantly (laughs) perplexed by so much that's happening around him and his reactions to it are comedy gold um obviously you've got like all these great tech. You got Will Ferrell is just iconic in this movie, even though he has such a small role. It's like, as you said, the lines that he says, the way he says, it's the way Damn he says you, them. Roger. That's the most important. It's the most important part. Like the yeah. way he does it is just incredible. But that's Will Ferrell. But I just like Isla Fisher is incredible in this mm. movie. She's so fucking funny. Like it's, it's nice to see a like a lead female in a comedy role that's like really killing it. Like she was just doing such a great job. Um, I'll find I, you. I, I have to say, upon this watch, like I have a slight criticism of the writing of Owen Wilson's character. Like oh. I just, wow. I think his arc wow. is really fucking annoying to me. <laughs> like wow. he is presented in the beginning as the like more conscious one, the one that's like a little bit more aware and is like, we can't do this forever. And like, you know, we need to chill out and we need to actually settle down or whatever. And Vince Vaughn's the one's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then all of a sudden he's just willing to put himself in the most erroneous situation. And I know that that's because erroneous scene. He's seen uh quote unquote, the love of his life, but he just deteriorates so quickly. Like you're watching him just like lose his mind and do the dumbest shit and it's funny to watch Vince Vaughn react to that, but I think it, it it definitely pulls me out of the movie a little bit because I'm just like, this is not the same character that they like presented to us in the beginning of this movie. And he's getting semi-annoying to me throughout this movie because he's taking it so far. Like the bit just hmm. goes too much. Um, so that's frustrating for me. I do think Owen Wilson's incredible in this movie and he does an amazing job with what he's given and all of the above. Bradley Cooper is a star in this movie and I think it's Should hilarious have been nominated that his, for an Oscar. His, his his career started as this character and I forget that all the time. Sack. Like it's just this, this and this wet, uh, wet hot American summer. Yeah, yeah like master. he just plays this yeah. like character, this like <laughs> asshole douchebag and he's so good at it. He's so incredibly good at it and it's so funny. <laughs> Um, I think he's on I do th- steroids. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Claire? You know what would really help me if you just got a seven up in the other when he's like super mean to her in the bathroom. He's great. 
Yeah. Um, and then I, I do think all like all the side characters, the brother, the dad, everyone is incredible. I will say mm. her sister that gets married in the beginning is an awful fucking actress. And I yeah. hope that she doesn't act ever again because yeah. I don't even know what she was doing in this movie at all with her damn face or when she was reacting to things. It's it's <laughs> it's really awful. I'm glad she's in it for like two shots, but it's just really bad. And that's it's that one <laughs> face she gives when she's like shaking her head and hugging yeah. her. It's exactly. I always think of that scene. Yeah, yeah. it's really dumb. Uh, so you gave it a 6 out of 7, Layla? Yeah. What about you, Nick? Also gave it a 6 out of 7. Okay. Lovely performances all around. Vince Vaughn is hilarious. Owen Wilson's great. Uh, Rachel McAdams is great. Isla Fisher's yeah. hilarious. Cooper's amazing. Uh, I just don't, I don't think that, aside from Vince Vaughn and Bradley Cooper, this might be a 7. You know what I don't like? I don't like the... What's his name? The brother. Todd is so funny. I love Todd. Oh my God. I made you a painting. It's sexual and violent. (laughs) Let's play tummy sticks. Uh, No, he's fucking hilarious in this. Yeah, it doesn't do it for me on this rewatch. Okay. I wasn't. I wasn't loving him. It is. It is a lot. Like I can understand is, why yeah. someone wouldn't be. About oh, would that it. make you happy? Uh, <laughs> some of the times when they cut to him and he's just doing that like hunchy thing, and it's oh, like, great. Eh, just stop. He it, looks man. like Penguin from the show Gotham. He, he does look like Penguin oh my from God, the show Gotham. He does. Yeah. Uh, I could be convinced to go to a seven. What are your thoughts, Gabe? Seven. It's a seven. I'm sorry. I I I promise you, I will not give sevens all around to this movie. But it is oh one of goodness. my favorite comedies ever. But I'm just thinking comedically. Like, I don't care how great the acting is. Like, I don't need anyone to be (laughs) Oscar level. But I will tell you, Bradley Cooper, though he's already deserved an Oscar win, uh, he should have been nominated for this. Like, I just... (laughs) It is that ridiculous. Him and the whole quail hunting scene is just, like, peak, peak fucking crazy acting. Oh, it's yeah, amazing. And then he, just and, then he mind. and then he gets into different levels of like, you know, certain psychosis, like with like <laughs> Silver Linings playbook and like even like American Hustle, he's like kind of delusional in that and like a horrible sociopath. Manic, yeah. yeah. Limitless. Um, but he, it, it's a seven out of seven for me. And mostly it's because this movie is so perfectly casted. I could see them making it, trying to make it now, and it's just not going to work. And a lot of that goes into how great the chemistry is between Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. But then how they surrounded them is great, and it's all surprising. Like Christopher Walken yeah, is Christopher really funny in this. So good. The grandma is very funny in this. Really Todd is funny. He's a character, too. Yeah, he's a great character in it. Isla Fisher is absolutely hilarious in this. She just goes fully in. Uh, I love every scene with her and I kind of wondered why she didn't do more comedic performances afterwards instead of like, now you see me, um, which I will take every chance I can, I can to talk. She shit was about also indefinitely maybe, which was a great rom-com. Right. And she's, but I, this like unhinged level of funny that she does is so great. And I bet her and Sasha Baron Cohen are fucking hilarious together. Um, I think Vince Vaughn is at his peak in yeah. this comedically yeah. this i think sw- i think exactly i think in swingers it like showed us what vince vaughn was going to be like he's going to be this big star but this movie is like him just operating on all levels he kind of does it in old school as well um i think 
Owen Wilson, I personally like his story. I think he's the sad heart of the movie, but he's also really funny. All the little lines he says and his reactions are really great. He's really good in the scene with Will Ferrell, which, speaking of which, I think is like the best cameo in any of comedy. All time. It just Maybe. because when it sh- when he shows up, it's so fucking funny. It's so dramatic how they reveal that it's him. It's it's it. They do it perfectly. So and I love and and again. Even a small character, as characters as small as like Jane Seymour and the cousin who plays football with them and is just going way too hard with it, <laughs> they're fucking hilarious. And there's not a lost character, you know, besides characters that don't speak in it. Um, so it's a seven out of seven for me. I, I think it's perfect. I bumped it up to a seven. It, what it is about Vince Vaughn is the like, <laughs> the like manic. The like manic rapid fire stream of consciousness like lines that he gives are just so like funny. with the when we were watching the you scene with the son priest, of a bitch? yeah, uh, when he's talking to the priest, yeah, he's like, I really like, I really dig you, man. Like, and he's you're like, really get it, get it, I really dig that about you. Get while talking, get it while talking. Okay, it's gonna spill over to the tray. <laughs> like, <laughs> get it while talking, get it while talking, yeah. He is really good at that rapid fire kind of dialogue, and uh, he's really quippy in this. And also, just as Layla was saying, like his physical expressions are so fucking funny in every single scene. I actually think Will uh, Owen Wilson kills that too. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Mike and Dave need wedding dates, which is actually a pretty star-studded cast. Yeah. Um, Nick, what did you think uh, about Mike and Dave actoring? I am waffling. I waffled on a lot of these. Mm. Um, Waffles. It's like that waffle that they make at the restaurant, and they're like, no, just throw that one away. Mm. That's also a line from Mike and Dave. Um, Yeah, see, I wouldn't remember that one. Yeah, I really enjoyed this movie for whatever reason today. Uh, I think it's generally, it's at least average to me, performance-wise. I think that there's they're sort of wasting Aubrey Plaza, who's doing like a weird accent what appears to be a latina shtick but is like not maybe not i don't know like what she's doing and if it and i don't know if it's offensive that i thought that it was a latina shtick if it's Probably. not but i mean she is la- latina You're... so i don't know i don't know i don't know what she's doing but she's sort of wasted for like half of it like the first part and then once they get to hawaii she's like funny and maybe a different character kind of it's kind of a weird thing. Like, there's just so much. It's one of those movies where there's so much improvisation, and so much of it is not lines that are written that you're just like, they're just bound to be some parts where you're like, well, that didn't work. Yeah. That was a weird delivery. That, mm. I don't understand that. But generally, like Adam Devine, Zach Efron, and Anna Kendrick, I don't, there's not like a whole lot of scenes where they're not just working at least. There's definitely not a lot of scenes where they're killing it. There are definitely some wasted actors too, like Sam Richardson is wasted. So, Mark, uh, Mark so Maron misused. and Jake Johnson each have about five seconds of screen time, which Wrote doesn't make the a whole same lot note. of sense. Uh, and um, the there are some lines by the sister that don't work, and then there are other lines by their sister that like really do work. Mm-hmm. So I I went with a four. I, I give it a four as well. I think almost a five. I I love I think Zac Efron is a really funny actor. I like that he does comedies, and I think that he's I think he looks like he's really enjoying himself in this movie. It's not like forced like Baywatch. Um, 
he his accents and his impressions are really funny when he does like the English like gangster thing. Oh, yeah, it was and a hat. Then, it was when a he's hat, like, right? hey, he's like that is not very Irie, man. Uh, <laughs> it's really funny. I think I think Adam Devine. He's not in great movies, but I think he's always like a bright spot in movies. He just he has a shtick. It really works. He's very funny. He's like he really goes for it in this movie. He stays movie. in his lane. He stays in his lane. He knows what he's doing. I think he really works well off of other people too. Like yeah. I just think he has so much fun with Zac Efron, but also with Aubrey Plaza and his like little reactions to things and some of his line some of it is written and like like these absurd lines are like clearly written instead of improv and he delivers them really well in really yeah. funny ways. I think Aubrey Plaza works for me because it reminded me of like Dirty Grandpa, I think was the one with Robert De Niro. Mm -hmm. And she does like almost the same character in that. Um, But this one, she has like kind of an accent and then sometimes it's like a skater bro. Yeah. I, Anna Kendrick is like, I do agree with you. I think she's really working. Like, I think you could tell that this isn't like her normal lane and she's really going for certain things. I don't always think the comedy works with her. It feels like she's trying a little too hard, especially when there's like drugs or alcohol involved. I don't really like her drunk acting. I don't really like her ecstasy acting. It's a little over the top and they kind of do that with the sister too. It's more than just ecstasy though. She got into her mystery. Bag. Oh, that's right. It's a, but it's if you still were paying like attention to that very important line of dialogue. She did, I did. I remember that. It's just, it still was like film. it still was like how people act high in movies and I don't yeah. really like that. I thought the cousin was pretty funny, Alice Wetterland. Uh and I know Layla disagrees, so I'll let you talk about that, but I do agree. <laughs> there were a lot of people that were just wasted like Steven Root is an incredible yes. character actor, barely used. Sam Richardson has that blow-up scene that's really funny where he's talking about how he isn't boring. <laughs> I thought that was good. But the rest Walked of out of a movie, went into a movie, across, didn't even pay until after the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everything he says, is he's, so, I, he's got like this – I love Sam Richardson. He's one of my favorite people. But yeah, Mark Maron and Jake Johnson, like two of my favorite people, just why are they even in it? So I'm going to give it four. I think it's average. Um, I don't know. Layla, convince me otherwise. I'm not going to. I'm going to give it a four as well. Um, I, <laughs> we are all on the same page here. I think, it's, I think this is a really hard movie because the people <laughs> that are good in it are really great. And I think it's unfortunate because this movie is not like solely focused on the duo themselves. It really is such an ensemble cast. And there's mm -hmm. two sets of duos. And there's a lot of side characters that matter to this movie. And they affect my ability to give it a higher score. Like, mm. Adam and Zach are incredible. I think Zach is a slept-on comedic actor, and he needs to be yeah. in way more comedies. He's such a... I was thinking about it today. He's just such a, like, human comedy actor. Like, he feels, like, so... Like, you can connect with him so easily because he just feels so genuine in every comedy that he's in, and you feel for him, and you love him. And he's so funny at the same time. So I just am, like, drawn to him. Adam is really, f like, funny, but he doesn't feel that way i feel a little bit further removed from him in comedies mm. because he's just doing that shtick like he just makes those faces and those noises and he screams at things and stuff and sometimes it's a lot um but zach just feels natural in every mm. scene that he's in he's so natural um i want to talk about what i'm about to say a lot more in originality so i don't know if we can transition into that soon yeah, but that. i 
the girls are really hard for me. So they're mm-hmm. a huge reason why I'm giving this a four. And I don't know if we're literally transitioning into originality, but I, I want to talk about it Let's more. Do then, it. So. Let's talk about originality uh, category where we just talk about how creative the movie is, how it stands out in a genre and whether it needed to be made. Um, so why don't you keep going with Mike and Dave need wedding dates? Layla. Yeah. So I think these are some of like the most unoriginal female characters and yes. it really frustrates me. Like they're just so fucking unoriginal. These girls are annoying. I don't think they're well written. I think they're like they're definitely they're, written by like, a dude. There's, there's no, there's nothing well rounded about their stories. There's nothing like her entire plight and frustration is that she was like left at the altar by this dude, and she's just a mess and like can't pick herself up. And she's and Aubrey is like egging that on in so many ways. Mm. It's just unhealthy. Everything about their relationship is unhealthy. The way they act is unhealthy. No grown-ass women are acting the way these two women are. And it's it's not cool. It's not good female characters. It just isn't. It's very, very fucking lazy writing when it came to the women. And I feel for them because Aubrey and Anna are very funny women. They're just funny women. And they could have done a lot in this movie. Super they just good were actors, not given too. enough I'm, at mm-hmm. all. And they were given characters... That I think they tried really hard to play into for what they were written as, but it's poorly written. It's just bad. I don't find most of what they do funny, and that's really unfortunate because I love them so much. I think that, like, like the um, – I don't know if she's lesbian or bisexual, but the cousin – I hate that character. I think it's a poorly awful written character. I don't know why. It's so unoriginal to throw in a character like that to me. Like, I'm just like – Okay, cool. Like, I don't know if it's her that referencing I've seen it. that she lives next to Chris Rock was like a funny gag that she kept <laughs> yeah. doing. She told me a bunch of jokes. I wrote them down. And then the she way. like delivers Chris Rock esque jokes on stage. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's just not none of it's, it's not very original to me. Her lines are just sort of funny. She, the the movie itself is also just such a like testament to Wedding Crashers, and they like mm. reference it mm-hmm. and. You know, the montage you reference in the beginning where it's so funny, they're like doing their thing. It's the same as like the montage of them like dancing with the women and all of that stuff and shout playing like they took a lot of tropes from that movie, which is great. And I love that they paid homage to it. But um, it really is just like an updated younger generation version of Wedding Crashers with like Mm -hmm. jokes that are suited for that generation. And a lot of it didn't work for me. And I don't think they did as good of a job creating characters that I would like want to watch so i'm gonna give it a three a three i also gave it a three Mm. um i like that they tried to well okay so i agree with everything layla said first of all they're not well-written characters they're pretty much well yeah uh, particularly the two women it is uh, nice that they tried to balance the amount of uh, like women and men in the screen time and generally they're like plots you know, it's not all about Mike and Dave, even though they're in the title. Really, mm-hmm. it's also about, it's almost more about, like, like Anna Kendrick's the only one that really has, like, an arc, kind of. Yeah, Zach Efron, sort of. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess he the does. the same arc. Yeah. Uh, this movie passes the Bechdel test. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, but also, like, that there are I think they're talking about drugs, yeah. and that's why it passes yeah. the Bechtel test, mm-hmm. um, or maybe about their jobs or something. But it does pass all three prongs of the Bechtel test, which is, which is a nice thing. Uh, other than that, it's not original at all. It's just an homage to a thing and a bunch of poorly written characters. Um, yeah, so I also gave it a three. 
Yeah, I gave it lower than you guys, and that's because it's based on a true story. Sort of. Which, when I saw that, I was like, don't even tell me that it's based on a true story then. Why did you even yeah. put that there? And also, what's the true story? Like, nothing about this is that, that exciting. Is the, is the they put crux a, of it, the, cra- the craziness the, the, of the story the that they put the Craigslist ad and it blew up? Because that's given about 10 minutes of screen time in a two-hour movie. Um, almost two-hour movie. I think the premise is pretty dumb in its concept and it's and it's pretty it Wedding Crashers which we'll get to in a second is simple. I think that this one if you really break it down is like it's not even that interesting and unique and creative. Like they fuck up weddings so they need to bring wedding dates to the next wedding. Just don't allow them at the next wedding. I don't see how them bringing but it's dates their sister. Don't allow them. The dad is so harsh to them. There's no fucking way he like he wouldn't put his foot down. And also, then they are just tricked by two people that are slightly worse than them, but secretly they're just not bad, just like them. Like, I kind of wish they stuck with Aubrey Plaza being a piece of shit. Like, yeah, they, she- ma- they make everyone have their arc or whatever, and it's really like, it's just such a basic movie. And they dull everyone down when they get to Hawaii, too. Like, they build them up as all, like, really, like, shitty people, and then they all just get dim down yeah they actually have to interact and it's like oh, okay it's the it's the character writing and also it's the same characters but just on two different sides it's like a guy it, it's the the there's yeah, two like kind, mirrors of each other literally there's been, yeah there's two kind-hearted people they're under the radar kind-hearted people potential. who have a lot of potential <laughs> that are forced to not live to that potential because of their shitty friend Literally. slash brother or whatever that's the, it's both of them i think it's a fun movie so i'm not gonna say it's a one and obviously there was something there it's i, I like that it was made especially because they took that story but i'm gonna give it a two well thanks for disagreeing because that's the first time we've disagreed about mike and dave uh, and wedding dates so far. I, I I have a feeling we might disagree. The three of with... us have agreed all the way up until that too. Well, guess what? We are individual snowflakes, and we all have different the movie with opinions. The and I'm actually trying to keep this podcast on track. And Nick, you're not allowing it. So let's move on I'm to Wedding Crashers originality. What? Uh, which uh, yeah, I, I'll just quickly jump in. Uh, slightly above average for me. I don't think this movie is incredibly unique, um, but I actually respect, as I was saying, like a um, contrary to Mike and Dave, I kind of respect the simplicity of the story because I actually think each each element of it is kind of creative in its simple structure. As a whole, it's nothing crazy, but best friends who are divorce attorneys is like a funny concept or whatever. Divorce attorneys who are pickup artists at weddings is a funny concept to me. Um, I, I think the real creativity comes into how aware this movie is of stereotypes and typical cliche things that you see at weddings. And some of the creativity comes into the writing. I like the rules that they come up with are really funny and creative. And like someone had like this original idea, um, when they're betting on things at the wedding that might happen, like, oh, we got a crier or whatever, and, like, he's going to read from this passage of the Bible. Like, I think that this movie's really aware of weddings to a point where other movies will just make pop culture references, 
And this one is just, it knows what it's making fun of. It knows where it's setting its characters and it's creative in that way. Um, and then they take this idea and I'm sure someone was in the writing room and it was like, you know, it'd be more absurd than crashing weddings, crashing a funeral. Let's throw this in. So there's this whole fucking funeral <laughs> crashing segment with, with Will Ferrell. That's just amazing. And like, who would fucking think of that as like most a most deranged <laughs> grief is nature's most powerful aphrodisiac is like someone came up with that for this movie, which is just absurd. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I think it's a, a, a slightly above average, and a lot of that just comes into the the end of the little writing that goes into this movie. What did you think, Layla? You didn't give a score. Are you giving it a five? Yeah, I give it a five. <laughs> okay, I'm also giving it a five. I think the originality in this movie entirely lies within the comedy and the writing. I don't mm. think that like. I think a lot of the like wedding concepts or concepts we've seen before, I do think you pointed out some really great examples of like little moments that they do that are different to exemplify things about weddings, which is really fun. And it does make it does make the movie stand out a lot. But I just think it's truly the comedy. Like the, the thing I remember the most from this movie and why it needed to be made for me was specifically like Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn and their their combination and what they did with each other in this movie. That's what I remember from it. That's what feels original to me. The background characters are like fun, but I feel like I've seen some version of a lot of them in other movies mm. at some point. So like they were important to this movie and they needed to be a part of it. I want to be clear, but I just think that like maybe they're not the most original, but I just think this duo and what they did together and the comedy between them and how they interact is just really original. Yeah, and not to mention Bradley Cooper's character, which I think is a really, really different type of character for a comedy movie like this to have like a true, like, like villain like that. that for has, like a like, pure comedy, not like an action comedy or something. Yeah, he yeah. has no redeemable qualities. Like usually in a comedy, like your your bad guy at the end ends up coming around. Like mm. like uh, you know like uh, Step Brothers. Yeah. You know, Adam Scott comes around at the end. He's like, you guys aren't so bad, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't happen in this movie. Bradley Cooper's just like an irredeemable piece of shit the entire time. <laughs> and it's like so amazing. Uh, I also gave it a five. Mm. Um, I think that it what makes it stand out besides how quotable it is is the, the character growth and the interaction between those two characters. You know, as much as the growth, quote, unquote, of Owen Wilson's character is like suspect in a way. <laughs> <laughs> it still, so it still sets the the movie apart, and and like their interactions together, and the interactions with Isla Fisher and Vince Vaughn, um, the the it just sets it a a little click above average. Layla, you brought up like a really good point. Like I I do agree that there are versions of some of the side characters in other movies. I did want to just. One exception of that is what they do with the cougar mom in this, I think is just really <laughs> clever and funny yeah. because we they set up this her. whole, She's so funny. Jane Seymour's great, but like the come a cat, kitty cat. <laughs> um, but just the scene where she gets him to touch her tits and then. At she the like end. shivers and she's like, yeah, pervert. <laughs> it's just how they set up that whole character and just to like rip it apart right then is so fucking great. Uh, yeah. And to have it used she, against like, him She doesn't later. have another line in the movie, I don't think, after that. Maybe at the dinner table. 
no it's when they're all getting in a fight or whatever she like oh, yeah. yeah she, she like, always throws something in yeah yeah so okay so was that fives all around for yes, it was. all right well, let's finish out let's talk about the legacy uh i think it'd be fun for this category with legacy um where, where we normally just talk about how uh how the movie like has grown over time and like how how you've appreciated it um, with comedies, obviously, we want to talk about how they age because some comedies just are so fucking cringy for uh, a multitude of reasons. But also, you know, part of what makes a good comedy have a great legacy is like how often you want to rewatch it, whether it's on TV all the time or it's something that you personally choose to rewatch. Uh, Layla, why don't you finish us off with, jeez, <laughs> oh, uh, with uh, Wedding Crashers? <laughs> I just have never said the line "finish us off" outside. Uh, out, uh, but uh, outside yeah. of what? Uh, outside, like in any kind of context. Outside of what? Outside of the bedroom. Uh, let's talk about Wedding Crashers' like legacy. Happening. I don't oh. like it either. I in his apartment. <laughs> okay, I'm. Yeah, I'll hop into Wedding Crashers. So, yeah. um, I I'm gonna give Wedding Crashers a six because obviously it just is like one of the greatest. As far as legacy goes, it's one of the most rewatched, greatest comedies probably of all time. Um, I'm going to be that person and get this out of the way. I think there are definitely some problematic things over time that should be discussed about the movie. And like, again, it's not I'm giving it a six. I I think it's incredibly funny. And we lived in in a time where this comedy existed. And that's when this movie was made. I do think there are a, f- a fair amount of homophobic jokes and a lot of homophobia in this movie. Um, I, again, I don't think these are like, it's not a great depiction of women in general because they're mm. basically just like used for sex throughout this entire film. And that's the point of women in this movie. I don't even think the women that they bring in to be main characters really assuade that in any way. Like it doesn't really like counterbalance it which i think is what you probably should need for it to like be okay and to age really well it's like okay we're making this joke about women and like weddings and being horny but also here are some like very deep and like more real women characters that you can like fall in love with throughout the movie i don't think they really do that that much i don't think Mm. rachel mcadams character is like that well written i don't think it's that relatable and that didn't age really well for me when i was watching it i was like you're supposed to like connect with her and I just don't really connect with her like at all. It just doesn't feel real to me. So I don't think the writing of women in this movie is that great. Uh, I do think there's a little bit too many homophobic jokes and the entire the brother's character is just incredibly homophobic. Like the way he attacks Vince Vaughn and this trope and like this stereotype of like gay men, etc. is it's not great. Um, I will be the first person to say that it still cracks me up and I don't know how to like deal with that but like it it's all it's all very funny comedy and it was made in a time where that comedy was just all around us um so i don't know if you guys want to like tag into that i don't yeah. know it's could, an interesting could i jump on that point it's part of yeah, why no, the character I, doesn't work for me anymore i don't think it's yeah. very funny anymore like his i, I yeah i wanted to just like okay so we we talk about this a lot with comedies and i think no matter what you should always have this conversation you know like no one's saying like don't laugh at that or whatever but it's still a part like a thing to bring up i think the homophobia and misogyny of this movie like really really it it, it ages poorly i will say i don't really 
I don't really like the whole like concept of like, oh, it was made at this time, so it was okay because it was fine then. It was like it was never fine. It was just that we didn't talk about it then, you know? For sure. And I think we should talk about it. You you don't have to say like I don't like I mean, there are parts of Tropic Thunder that have not aged well mm-hmm. just because they wouldn't do it in movies now doesn't mean that it was ever not okay. And like also it doesn't mean that you can't talk about it, but also be like, oh, it still makes me laugh because there there are funny people doing certain funny things. I think but someone- I guess the reason I bring that up though is only because like it's it's it was an era in which we grew up in that kind of comedy is kind of my point. Like no, I just think sure. when you're talking yeah. about how something ages, people now at a younger generation might watch this and be like, "Well, that's kind of fucked up or something." But that's right. because they didn't grow up in a time like nowadays. You you don't say those things. That's not funny anymore. And not that it was ever funny, but to our peers or to people around us. It was. That was the comedy of the time. Even if it was completely wrong, it just was. So it was much easier to find something like that funny. And to Nick's point, now I watch it and I'm like, that's not quite as funny anymore to me. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I totally, and, and, you know, just on the homophobic point, I, again, I, I, I will bring this up every time. I, I think that there, there needs to be, when you talk about this, you got to focus on what the intention was. Like, so for instance, the grandma in the movie is one of the people saying like the worst things uh, about gay people. And it is not presented as like, Oh, it's okay to say this kind of shit and talk that way. That stuff. Like, I don't have a problem with, I think maybe like the depiction of like an old lady saying that and like everyone laughing about it like that, I might feel a little uncomfortable with, but, um, that like in it of itself there they're not depicting it as an okay thing i think it's more like having a gay character do certain gay things for the purposes of comedy is like that's where the problem is it's like you're saying that this person is funny because they're gay and that's where i i take issue with this like that character again I still think the guy is really fucking funny, so I die of laughter have, every time I see him. I have one counterpoint to what you said, though, because like, oh, are you gonna play I, I devil's could, advocate about this? I'm gonna, I'm gonna play devil's <laughs> advocate. No, I, you, you keep saying like, um, it's, and you've said this a lot with comedies in general. Like, if if they're not portraying it as an okay thing, like they're saying grandma stop or whatever, but at the end of the day, within the writing and within the movie, it is a joke, and people are supposed to laugh at everyone laughing at her. So it lightens the concept in general. When people are watching it, it it lightens it and turns it into a joke, regardless. Yeah, like well, it's funny or for grandmas to be homophobic, or that true, but there, but some grandmas that grew up at a different time like when there were more movies like this or whatever but or there weren't movies of this they do say that my grandma would say shit like that and just not really know that it was problematic to say it of course i'm just saying movies like this normalize it is all i'm saying what i like in in this movie though is that it's they they are pointing out that what she's saying is not okay what I don't like in this movie is when they put in, tr- I guess, quote unquote, tropes about a gay person for the purposes of laughter. Like mm-hmm. this person's doing this thing and it's pretty funny and like gay yeah. people do that. So that's funny or something like that. Yeah. Like I don't like that. That being said, if, you know, I, I do, I agree. 
it's a misogynistic movie. They again, they also are portrayed as these like horrible people who are actually kind of sad because they have yeah, they're depressing this, as fuck for sure. Yeah, because they've lived this life of doing that. But you Living know, regardless of eating meatloaf is not depressing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, I nothing still about it. that yeah. sentence is sad. Uh, but I, I for if I went in general for legacy, I this is still. I like I I you know I'll put a seven with an asterisk there because I do think certain <laughs> things age poorly and I think they deserve to be talked about. But like this is one of the most rewatched movies for me in terms of comedies. Uh, I talked about quoting it. Like I, everyone everyone loves this movie. You would be remiss to find someone who does watches it and is like that wasn't funny. That's not possible. Okay. For sure. And if that person does do that, kill them on site. I'm telling <laughs> you right now, as an attorney, go and kill that person. Um, but also this movie made $288 million. This is like one of the biggest comedy hits. That's a lot of money for a comedy people. Uh, you know, money's not everything, but anyways, the legacy is big enough that Mike and Dave literally reference this movie in a whole scene. So it's a seven. What was your score? Seven. Layla? A six. I also went with a seven. Um, I do not think that it is offensive enough to garner a low score considering how Same. much I've rewatched it. I purchased this DVD. Do you know yeah, how many DVDs I've purchased in my life? Ten. And ca- yeah, and count them on my hands. <laughs> that was just about the, the right answer. Oh, I thought you had 11 fingers. Nope. <laughs> I wish. All right, next one. Okay, yeah, so that's just a seven. <laughs> that's easy for you. Yes. Okay, uh, let's talk about Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Why don't you uh, kick us off, Nick? Why don't you finish uh, this off? Um, yeah, <laughs> we are in your apartment. We're steps from your bed. Okay. Bedroom. Yeah. We can't keep doing this. Bit. We're on your couch together. Uh, very poorly received by critics was Mike and Dave and their adventure <clears throat> to, to gain wedding dates. Uh, very poorly received. Um, not that poorly. Metacritic wasn't that low. Was it? What was it? It's like in the fifties. Eh. Really? I think so. I missed that. Yeah. Okay. So sort of poorly received by critics. <laughs> I really don't think it's that bad of a movie. I laughed plenty. As far as like how well it ages, there's the sort of somewhat transphobic scene. Yeah. But like that, I just don't. That's more like I don't think that scene is is that scene transphobic. I don't think it's transphobic. It's, it's more just like, unnecessary. Yeah, it's more like trans. I mean, it's uh, kind of the, they're just the butt of the joke again. Like it's just yeah, it's not necessary. It's not even, like, that, but that guy's not even. It's trans. basically it's like, like isn't this funny that he's dressing like a girl and saying I'll suck your cock? Like that's is isn't that funny? That's yeah. basically what the movie's doing. Yeah. and I didn't. I just didn't find that funny. The whole joke is just that he's so desperate to go on a vacation to Hawaii that he would attempt to trick two men into thinking that he's a woman. Yeah. Was it's that very unnecessary. Yeah, it's super unnecessary. Saying, yeah. He does have a pretty funny part. Uh, but I mean, other than that, I don't think that there's anything in it that ages particularly unwell. Um, I just also just don't think that this is like any of these actors' best roles in any way, shape, or form. Like, I completely forgot Anna Kendrick was in this movie. Hundred percent. She showed up, and I was like, oh, <laughs> like shit. one of the four leads. I was like, damn, well, that is her. Like I remembered Aubrey Plaza in this. Yeah, but I was like, oh shit, that's that's her. So I just, I, I mean, th- there's not any part of me. 
I think now, because for some reason I actually really enjoyed watching this, I might rewatch this. So I'm going to go three, not two. I had two before. I Yeah, I... Uh, I was at a three. I, I agree with you. I don't think anything is really aggressively problematic with this movie. I don't think it's no. going to age poorly in that way. I think there's a lot of pop culture references outside of like Jurassic Park, which everyone knows. I just It feels like a, a movie that exists at a certain time, and I do wonder if it's going to age like we're just going to be like, oh, I don't even get that joke anymore. Like that was a point in time. Like what? I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head because I wasn't really taking a lot of notes while I was watching it. But like, I ju- there were moments where I was like, ah, it's just like kind of hacky comedy. didn't really work, and I'm probably going to not yeah. like it. Um, I think that there's not a lot of people that have seen this movie. I think people saw it, and you, they would recognize it. But I wouldn't say that anyone is excited by this movie. Like, no, I wouldn't say, like, like when we announce Mike and Dave need wedding dates, no one's going to be like, oh, I fucking love Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Like, no one no one does. Uh, or maybe younger people I do. barely, I liked it, and I barely like it enough to say the entire title. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's long. I, it's a lot, I agree with Nick. I think it's a lot funnier than I remember. I laughed pretty hard this time around. Um... But, you know, I mean, people seem to enjoy it enough. You, you know what it feels like? It feels like a movie that would be free, and I don't know why it wasn't and, and why I had to rent it, but it, it, it feels like something that would be free on IMDb TV free or Tubi free. Like, it just feels like one of those type of comedies, So which like is a little insult insulting. In it is. And it only made like $40 million. And, and considering it's got Z- the cast that it has, including Hubba Hubba Zach Efron, uh, I'm going to give it a two out of seven. I don't think it's going to be anything that anyone talks about that much. Layla, finish it. I'm going to be kinder to this movie than you guys have been. I'm going to give it a four. I think it's like, I think it's just an average movie. Like, I think when it's on, people That's, are going to yeah. enjoy themselves. And I think once this movie eventually, because it is, I'm sorry, was it 2016? Is it 2016? Mm. I think it was 2016. Yeah, 2016. Because yeah. women, women can do shit now, I think is the line. <laughs> 2016. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I, I, I just think it's once it hits streaming, I think it's going to do well. Like, I think people are going to throw it on. I think it's a comedy people that have not seen, that have heard of, will have access to, and they'll watch it. And I think it's going to extend its legacy by doing so. I just... It's not amazing. It's not bad it's just a movie that i think is going to exist that people know of have heard of will watch once maybe a second time i think if it ever ends up on like fx or tnt or something people will absolutely throw that movie on if it's it on is TV. technically on fx but you have to have like the fx movies thing it's like a special <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i just i just think it's like we'll have to see i guess maybe i'm being too optimistic about it but i do think it's just going to be one of those movies that has such a big cast that when someone sees it on or sees it on any streaming service they're going to throw it on because they think they're going to have a good laugh for the night and they will because it is funny like it's a good time it's a good watch i enjoyed myself so i'm going to give it a four all right well good layla thank you for being part of this so that you can uh bring up mike and dave need wedding dates because not only did they need wedding dates they also needed some uh love and legacy nick what (laughs) did we end up with for scores for these two films Uh, mike and dave uh earned a 53 out of 105 50 ooh wedding crashers earned a 93 Ooh, 
Ooh, it would have been a hundred if it were very, if it were three of me player. on this podcast. Uh, but thank God that it's not three of me because honestly, we need a difference of opinion, and I'm tired of me. What uh, a nightmare that would be. Uh, Layla, do you have any recommendations? Oh, I did not think of any. Oh gosh, let me think in my head. Right. I, I have, I think- but one. But go ahead. But one, I was just yeah. gonna say, I think people should certainly check out Zac Efron in comedy movies if you haven't. Like he just is really so funny in you comedy. Really go ahead, check him out generally. Yeah, I think people True should that. just Google images of Zac Efron shirtless. <laughs> just look at his uh, yeah, I I really I and I liked it more the second or time. Or actually, go to our Instagram because we'll post some. Images yeah, we're gonna of post Zac Efron only post only Zac Efron at, <laughs> at Facing Off Pod. <laughs> yeah. Close ups of his biceps. <laughs> yeah, go look us up on Facing his Off Pod if you want exclusive biceps. access to <laughs> Zac Efron's abs. I actually do agree. <laughs> I I do rec- I I recommend rewatching Neighbors. I think Neighbors only gets funnier. I did not like that movie that much when it first came yeah. out, partly because you Nick, Jimmy, and I Vegas. saw it in Vegas, really hungover, such a weird choice. in a movie theater in Vegas. Like such a it was so dumb. Decision. But it it is way funnier on rewatch. I think Zac Efron is absolutely hilarious in it. And he does more like impressions and stuff in that, which I just, <laughs> is like a secret skill he has another one. It not comedy necessarily, but something that really convinced me that Aubrey Plaza is just like an incredible actor yeah. is uh, black bear. Uh, very strange movie. If you are a creative person, you know, you work in the industry or, uh, you you like the like concept of like writer's block and yeah. stuff like or that. You just it like is just Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, it's and uh, Christopher Abbott. It's it's brilliant. Like it's a really good movie. And if you do watch it, DM us afterwards because Nick and I want to talk to people about Black Bear, and we want Layla to watch Black Bear because she missed yes. out when it was ninety nine cents. You just DM us about. <laughs> you could DM, DM us about Aubrey Plaza. Just calling me out. Yeah, or about Aubrey Plaza, Plaza, Plaza or about Zach Efron. We would love to hear it from you guys. Do you have any recommendations, Nick? Uh, people should watch Loki. We're going to talk about it. Owen yes. Wilson's in Loki. Um, yes. Wow. I, wow. That's wow. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Loki's been really sound. fun. I haven't seen the newest wow. episode, but there's a it's thin been line great. between making a cat sound and <laughs> yeah. saying "Wow" like Owen Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, we're gonna do Loki in a little bit, but guess what? We're not gonna be doing an episode next week. We're gonna be taking a break. Uh, again, so you guys can catch up. So make sure that you listen to every single one of our episodes next before uh, two weeks from now. Uh, and then you'll be fully caught up and you'll really grow to love us as human beings and as podcasters. Um, and you should also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, just look up Facing Off Podcast. Uh, Layla, do you have a send off? Never. Nick, are you ready? Ready for what? For the noise. For the noise, bro. Are you ready for the noise? Gabe, I apologize if I don't seem really eager to jump into a forced, awkward, intimate situation that you people like to call dating. I don't like the feeling. You're sitting there, you're wondering, do I have food in my face? Am I eating? Am I talking too much? Are they talking? Am I talking enough? Am I interested? Am I interested? I'm not, I'm not really interested. Should I play like I'm interested, but I'm not that interested? And and should I be interested, but do I want to be interesting now? And that's not that interested. So all the <laughs> saddest. I don't know. <laughs> that's great. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. 
So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Mm-hmm.